With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. what is going on and welcome back to a brand new podcast on the Anfield Talk. Today I am joined once again by my good friend Jamie. How are you doing mate? I'm very good, very good. Yeah, um, we're all excited aren't we that the international break is finished <laughs> and um, proper football is about to begin once again. Um, but, uh, sorry Jamie, but you're not the most important person joining <laughs> me today. Not. Um, not. Because once again, if you guys have seen our tweets, you will have known that uh, Pipe Sierra is back with us on the Anfield Talk. He's going to come on uh, the podcast more often and, you know, talk about Luis Diaz, Colombia, Liverpool, everything football related. So, Pipe, welcome back to the podcast, mate. Hi, guys. It's a pleasure for me um, that you're singing me like a new um, journalist, if you want to say in this way, uh, to that pod. It's an honour for me. And I'm very happy to give you the best news of Luis Diaz and other things that I know uh, Liverpool fans want to know. Great. Yeah. Once again, we, you know, we appreciate you and your time. And ever since that space on, um, you know, in the January transfer window, you've been absolutely, you know, class with us. You've been very nice, very friendly, giving your time up for us. So we do appreciate you, mate. And um, yeah, uh, Pipe, we're going to get straight into it. So, I just want to know, because Luis Diaz is coming to Liverpool, like you told us before, big superstar in Colombia, a big, big name. What I want to know, right, is how has this move to Liverpool, like, how has it reached out in Colombia? So, are there Liverpool shirts flying around now? Are there loads of Liverpool fans in Colombia? Are you watching Liverpool games yourself? So, has this impacted Colombia in, like, a big way for Liverpool? Now, first of all, uh, I I really enjoy that space. It was a, a pleasure, <laughs> uh, and I I feel all the love of the Liverpool fans, and for me and for Luis Diaz, obviously. 
And guys, I, first first of all, I want to to talk to you and and to, to tell you that the all the Liverpool fans that listen to the podcast that nowadays with this sad um, elimination of the national team and the no qualification to the Qatar uh, 2022, I know that in this moment, Luis Diaz is the principal name that um, be part of the next generation because the team, because the leadership, because this game and because his game and I know he's the leader. Nowadays, every people know in Colombia uh, and with this answer, um, start my, my uh, answer to, to, to your question. Nowadays, Luis Diaz is the leader and he's going to command national team of Colombia to the next World Cup in USA, Mexico, and Canada. And I'm going to, an, uh, to answer you uh, with this uh, uh, quickly start. Nowadays, uh, the most important match in the weekend in the international uh, games is watch Liverpool. So every people sit down and meet to, to watch the, the games. Wow. Um, doesn't matter if he's on the lineup or no, but every people know the names of the squad of Liverpool and how Jurgen Klopp is using Luis Diaz and how he's using uh, with Mane, with Diego, Diego Jota, with Firmino. And this is awesome because uh, in the streets you can mm, mm, see how people sell the, the Liverpool shirts with the name of Luis Diaz. Obviously, no originals. I'm going to, to find um, a guy that sells the, the shirts. I'm going to take a picture. And I'm going to post it with, <laughs> with our uh, Tadpot accounts to all the people know what is the meaning of this move of Luis Diaz to Liverpool. It's awesome. And, and every people is happy. Uh, because every people know that the importance of Liverpool in the world and his impact is awesome. So we are we are very very um, satisfied with with this move. Yeah, absolutely. And you know we're all absolutely delighted with the start that he's had with Liverpool. You know he's come in straight away, not really knowing the the country, the system that Klopp's playing. Because you know I read that. Klopp said he's not even told him the the details of the tactics and you know the specific way he wants him to play. So Luis Diaz has just come into a team, started playing, being himself, like kind of expressing himself a bit, and then pre-season coming up is when it, the details are going to come in, and Luis Diaz is going to you know learn the ins and the outs of Liverpool. And I find that really interesting. And look, I just want to touch on what you said about um, the Colombian national team, and of course we're all absolutely gutted for you. You know, I really wanted them to do it. Um, but um, just in that break, we did see a beautiful Luis Diaz goal, and I stayed up that night and watched that game. And when he scored it, I I cheered like he scored it for Liverpool. And um, what what I want to know as well is, what are your thoughts on Luis Diaz's start at Liverpool? Like, how would you rate it so far in what he's done since you know we've seen him score a goal already? He got an assist on his debut against Cardiff City. 
um really nice assist as well it was it was beautiful so how how do you you know rank his his start to life at liverpool in terms of playing i think it and and i know because i, I talk with the camp of Luis Diaz, he's very happy he's um he feels honored because he's passing all this process to adapt to the best league in the world everybody knows here that is the premier league and it's, it's weird that a Colombian player, and, and this is true because uh, maybe the Colombian mentality is different uh, and the South American mentality is different that you mm, maybe believe. And for, for us, it's difficult uh, to understand this quickly adaptation to Luis Diaz, to the Liverpool uh, team and, and the, the league, because it is not normal. And when Luis Diaz goes to Porto, he needs maybe like six months to adapt to the European football. And now, in one month and maybe less, he adapts perfect to the Premier League. Of course, he starts this process and and needs a lot of weeks to to uh, finish this this adaptation. But nowadays, we can see the. The process is, is in a good way and we are very happy to for, for, for that. And the second thing is that I that I'm, I want to, to tell you guys is um, here in Colombia the, the the friends of Luis Diaz in the national team say us that he is not um, I don't know how to say maybe let me find the word Um, with the fumes, high fumes. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's correct. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you when you believe that you are better of the of the rest, and and this is not uh, what Luis Diaz shows because when you passed from uh, from Porto to Liverpool, nowadays Luis Diaz stays in the best team uh, is the Colombian in the best team and we can see that is the only Colombian in the Champions League nowadays so when when you uh, know that that things maybe you believe that you are better of the the rest of the team and everybody know uh, tell us that Luis Diaz is with a special character and he's trying to mo- motivate the team uh, with a voice of leadership. And this is awesome for us because we uh, start to, to know a, a leader in national team. And nowadays we don't, we don't have this, this character in, in Colombian. Um, this is important, I know, because you... you are very interested in, in all the things that happen in, in, in the national team and in Colombia and Luis Diaz. Yeah, of course, mate. And, um, you know, we've got some more questions as well. And I think Jamie's got one for you now. So, mm-hmm. Jamie. Yeah, I just wanted to say, Pepe, as well, it was so great to hear about uh, so many Colombians like in Liverpool now that 
the moves happen. So it's great to expand a, a fan base globally for sure. And and I wanted to tell you that it's very uh, well reciprocated as well. There's a lot of, uh, I speak for a lot of Liverpool fans that say we're now watching Colombian games. We're staying up to half past 12 to to watch Diaz play for Colombia. I, my, I, myself, I've got myself a Colombian flag. So <laughs> the, the love's very much there for both. But uh, you touched on it then. And I just wanted to ask, as you reported, um, Pipe, Diaz came in at the end of the January transfer window. Liverpool have played 13 games since then. And Diaz is featured in 12 of them, starting seven. So, like you said, he's lit the Premier League alight. Was you surprised by by his instant impact? Because it's very hard to to make an instant impact into a Klopp team. And also, can you see him being a guaranteed starter for us next season? And who for? I, I think we are very happy because we can see that process of Jurgen Klopp in Liverpool is great. It's awesome because uh, Luis Diaz don't play like a person, like an individuality. He plays for the team. And Jurgen Klopp, uh, I know that that improved that on, on every people that he has in charge, because uh, we can see that Salah, Mane, Diogo Jota change his mind with with Jurgen Klopp and plays for the team, not for him, not for 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 themselves. So this is very important, and and we can see, and, and we are very happy because Luis Diaz understand that the important in the game is not the individuality and the important right now is is uh, the team and and i i i wanted to know guys for the maybe a special uh, adaptation in liverpool because when you see the colombian matches like like this goal of luis diaz uh, against uh, bolivia in in last week you can see that Luis Diaz has uh, maybe more liberty, maybe is more free to play uh, different. And we don't see this in Liverpool. And I think it's because the coach uh, of the national team needs that from Luis Diaz. And Jurgen Klopp has a lot of players that can do that. So I think this goal is the perfect example uh, to show you that uh, in this moment Luis Diaz is not showing uh, the 100% that he maybe can play for Liverpool. He's in the process to show you that that kind of, of um, characteristics, uh, that kind of goals. Um, and I don't know if you understand me the, the the tactically of Luis Diaz in the national team and the difference now with with uh, Jurgen Klopp in Liverpool. Yeah, of course we we definitely saw it and in that goal, like I said earlier, I I was celebrating it when he scored, like he he just scored it for Liverpool. So it was really nice to see, and of course we you know send our commiserations to you and. You know, your, your family and friends about not making the World Cup. But, you know, Mo Salah also didn't make the World Cup and he's viewed as the best player in the world in our eyes. So um, it, it it's not easy getting out those groups for, for you know, for teams like Colombia and Egypt, etc. So I'm sure, like you said, Luis Diaz will captain Colombia or whatever to, to, to bigger and better days ahead. Maybe a Copa America win or something like that as well. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be supporting you all the way, mate. Um 
We've got some questions uh, from our followers as well. We wanted to get them involved. And LFC JRP, JRP says, how far do you think Luis Diaz will go at Liverpool? Do you think he can become a legend at the club in years to come? It's a great question. Well, I, I can know the future, but I am absolutely sure that Luis Diaz threats to, to go out from Liverpool in these uh, five point five years of the contract will be super hard and if he with club uh, improve the level I'm absolutely sure that he is going to be one of the most important players for Liverpool and, and in the world because he's super nice a super nice person a super grateful um, person and we can see that we, when he uh, hug Jurgen Klopp in, in all the matches. He's super grateful with the opportunity and with the love that Jurgen Klopp has uh, shown him in all this this time. He's super, super happy. I, I think uh, in Liverpool is the most happiest person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to ask Pete, uh... Pepe, as I've seen from the replies from the tweet on Twitter, LFC Els asks, who are the most exciting talents from Colombia right now? We've seen the name Luis Sinestera, if I've pronounced that right, mentioned. Uh, what do you think of the talents coming up in Colombia right now? Is there anyone we should be keeping an eye on? Oh, sorry, guys. Can, can you explain the question? I really understand. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, is there any exciting talents coming from Colombia. So is there any players of the Colombian national team we have to keep our eyes out for? The name of Luis Diaz in, in a place, for example? Yeah, so somebody mentioned on our tweet uh, a player called Luis Sen Senestera. Does he play for PSV, I think? Um, as an upcoming Colombian talent that maybe Liverpool should, you know, look out for in the future. So are there any other young Colombian players that you can see you know, <laughs> reaching high levels? Uh, I really don't know because the culture here is, is so difficult to, to understand. But in 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 the past, when uh, Falcao, James, uh, maybe Shakira, uh, J Balvin, um, shows the, the, the talent of Colombia, a lot of uh, families put to his child uh, the name of of his of this um, uh, principal character, uh, famous. No, I I I absolutely sure that Luis Fernando uh, nowadays is a super super uh, now name, but we can know if Luis Fernando uh, is for Luis Diaz, but um, I, I we can know that in the future, but. All the guys, all the kids uh, love Luis Diaz. Um, this move to, to this transfer to Liverpool is showing this important in the guys, in the kids, in, in, in the children, because they are very happy. They're, um, everyone wants to, to be part of, of this uh, big movement to, to Luis Diaz and this uh, motion. 
cool. I don't know if, if I ask the question. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's absolutely fine. Um, maybe we're saying the name song as well. So, you know, it, it's absolutely fine. Your English is, is perfect, mate. It's probably better than mine, to be fair. So <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so somebody else, just moving away from Luis Diaz for a minute. Um, and this is a very, very hot topic in the Liverpool fans right now. Um, LFC Luke has asked, do you have any information on Mohamed Salah's contract situation? Because, um, you know, uh, all the journalists are saying different things. Some are saying that he might sign, some are saying that he's not. Do you do you know anything yourself that you could tell us right now about Mo Salah? Yeah, I, I'm trying to be the most responsible person in, in this moment because uh, I know uh, what is the meaning of Salah for Liverpool fans. And... I'm trying to to ask a different person that knows uh, here in Colombia the situation of Mohamed Salah. And well, there there is a request from Salah to increase his salary uh, beyond 300,000 pounds a week uh, because he thinks he deserves it. And it's because, but this increase. It's not crazy, like what Ozil earned in Arsenal or what Paris Saint-Germain pay. He wants something like four years of contract with a possible extension to one more. And this this first negotiation of, of January and, and February were not productive, but not because there is no an environment for it to be signed but where it, it was to establish conditions to talk surely before July on a date that will soon be definite. I, I also know that there are not only two, but three top teams that have asked uh, about their conditions if they leave, in case that, that they leave Liverpool in, in, I don't know, maybe in, in the next year, in, in, in the summer. Uh, but nowadays, I don't see the, that Salah go out from Liverpool in summer. And the teams, I can can say the names uh, because uh, they have forbidden me, but nothing concrete yet. Normal inquiries that every team made. These teams obviously could pay a good salary and need a, a player like... Uh, characteristic of, of Salah. But nowadays, I know that Mohamed Salah wants to, to sing a new contract with Liverpool because he's very, very happy uh, in the city with the fans and playing for, for a club like Liverpool, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we we can see he's happy and we can see that he loves it here when he plays. And, you know, I think the, the thing is, Liverpool, they're not run like other clubs. Whereas if you look at Manchester City, if they had Mo Salah, they'd give him the money tomorrow. Like, you know, whatever you want, yeah. write it, sign it. But for us, it's it's just, you know, it's frustrating because we've got this wage structure where players don't get that amount of money. So for Liverpool fans, we, we can't help but think if he's already turned one contract down, then the chances of them giving him another one not very high, if you understand, because I, I just don't know. In my opinion, I, I've never had a good feeling about it because I know how the club works. 
and I know how much money Mo Salah wants. And you're, you're absolutely right. He deserves the money. Of course he deserves it. He's, like I said to you earlier, we see him as the best player in the world. He should be paid like the best player in the world. But do you, do you think that this is going to be resolved anytime soon? Or do you think this is going to go on into, you know, he's got one year left on his deal? Like, what's your opinion on, on how it unfolds? Now, in this moment, I, I think this is a, an environment, a bad in my environment about this situation, because that you that you tell is true. But I think that the feeling is that he's going to, to start to talk. It's, it's a lot of time to, to watch uh, what's going to happen in the next in the next uh, months. But no, I, I, I think um, if the conditions for Liverpool and for Mohamed Salah um, is pressed to, 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 to do the best in, in the best way, I think he's going to, bring, to sing the, the new contract. I, I think he wants to be valued um, because he feels that he deserves, uh, like, like I said, uh, and like you said, Mm, but keep calm. Uh, the, the negotiation is not start. Only uh, both of both, both parts uh, put the conditions, and I think uh, maybe in, in in July we we're going to have news about this this deal. So it's it's a negotiation. A negotiation. You know, maybe is the one part want. Uh, things and other part uh, maybe I don't know the camp of Liverpool uh, wants to pressure the the situation to to Salah reduce his uh, desires his economical desires but it is normal is is this world of the transfer market uh, that uh, is is like a like a, a jungle. <laughs> Yeah, of course, mate. And these things aren't easy, are they? And I I fully know that um, whatever the decision is, whether Mo Salah stays, which is what we all want, or if he leaves, the club will always, you know, as long as Jurgen Klopp's here, as long as the it's running the right way, that we'll always move forward. And, you know, let's just hope that Mo Salah does sign. And also, to everyone listening right now, make sure you follow Pipe, because I'm pretty sure if Pipe ever finds out more news about this situation... He will tweet it out. He'll come on the podcast and talk about it. So make sure you follow him if you don't already. Um, you can find his out on the the Anfield Talk Twitter page. Um, but Pipe, we really thank you for your time tonight, my friend. It's been a really good conversation. Uh, we're going to let you go. And um, me and Jamie are going to be carrying on talking about Liverpool fixtures coming up. So thanks a lot for, for coming, mate. And uh, we'll look forward to having you again next time. Thank you, Pipe. Now, guys, thanks to you, thanks to the Anfield Talk uh, and followers to Tadpot. I'm very happy to to stay here, and this is the start for a for a great adventure Absolutely. that we're going to have. And and keep calm with the situation of of uh, Mohamed Salah. I I have the, the a good feeling, and um, I'm very happy to to bring you the the best news of. Of Luis Diaz, uh, remember the best Colombian player, <laughs> and the leader of the national team. A hundred percent, mate. Thank you once again, and um, from us to you, mate, you'll never walk alone. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, guys.
You're welcome, happy. mate. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Take care, Pepe. Bye-bye. Greetings from Colombia. <laughs> Greetings back, mate. Uh, but, Jamie, we're just going to carry on talking about Liverpool. You know, like I said to you at the start, um, the international break is finished now. Liverpool are back. A game where I have to kind of pinch myself when I when I think of this. If we win tomorrow, on Saturday, sorry, we're going to top of the league. And I know City still have to play. Of course, they've got Burnley away, which it's not been an easy game for them, you know. And that's not been an easy game for, for many teams, to be fair. Like, of course, they where they are on the table for a reason, but they, they've got a way of frustrating the top teams. And we know that from last season. So, Jamie, how important is it that we win tomorrow to go top of the league, to put the pressure on? Yeah, massively. Like, I keep saying Thiago... tomorrow. I think it's Friday. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, uh, like Thiago said, and Klopp and most of the boys this season in interviews, every game's a cup final and Watford's no different. They're fighting for relegation. Roy Hodgson's, uh, you know, he's been there. He's done that. Uh, a bit of a relegation scrap and he knows to get out. Uh, so it's not the easiest game, but it's definitely a game that we that, that we should be winning and possibly comfortably. I'd, I'd like us to wrap it up uh, early, a bit similar to Vicarage Road earlier on in the season, a five nil would be nice and rest a bit for Benfica because we've got a massive incompact April April list. Uh, but one to look forward to as well, like Tiago said, I think it's look, it's a period where we'll be very nervous. I'm sure our resting heart rate heart rates <laughs> will be up massively this month. But look forward to it as well. Cherish the fact that we're in the quadruple chase. Uh, yeah, and just appreciate the moment. There's no point moaning. There's no point whinging if, if we don't win a game. We're, we're massively in a quadruple chase. I'm not saying we're going to win it uh, just yet, but look, we're, we're in it to win it, aren't we? So, yeah, tomorrow's as big as any other game we play in April and we have to win it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I couldn't really put it any better. Um the 5-0 before at Vicarage Road was beautiful. Um, you know, one of Salah's best performances. And to be fair, we all know it's one of Salah's favourite teams to play against. You know, he always does bits against Watford. Will he start? Is he ready to start after the um, the World Cup qualifiers and obviously the World Cup heartbreak? Who knows? I hope he is um, because this is it now. Like, if Mo Salah's on form, if Trent's on form, if Thiago's on form, then the sky is the limit for this team. Like... I said it earlier. Um, I said it yesterday, actually. There was a tweet from the Anfield Talk, actually. It was, who do you think will be the most important player uh, coming up for this run? And I immediately quoted it with a gif of Trent because if you remember last season, in the last 10 games where Liverpool had to almost not lose a single game, Trent was just different gravy yeah. to anything we'd seen that season. Of course, he, he had his dip last season, which everyone did in the team. Let's not, you know, let's not forget that. But... I just think those three players that I said, Allison as well. In fact, everyone's going to be as equally yeah. as important as each other. But I just think those players, Trent, uh, Salah, Thiago, if all three of those players are on it every game, if we keep them fit, because obviously that is the main thing with Thiago, keeping him fresh. I, I've i got a good feeling about it. And I just pray that Salah can start um, on Saturday. I hope that he's put the, the heartbreak to one side and of course it's easier said than done. You know, we all know how much he wants to to guide that Egypt team to success and to um, uncharted territory that they've not had before but um, it, it wasn't meant to be this time and I don't think that's any discredit to Mary Sally. You know, a lot of people have been taking this time to laugh at him uh, just like they did in the AFCON final. 
So, you know, they've just got to pray that Mo Salah doesn't lead us to anything because if Mo Salah leads us to a Premier League or Championship title this season, boy, some people are going to be deactivating. That's all I'm going to say. But, yeah, um, should we do team prediction? Because it's been a long time. We, we, kind of, we don't really know who's in contention to start. We don't know if the whole Trent thing's a bluff. We don't know if he's <laughs> expected to start on Saturday. Um, I guess we'll give it a best, our best shot and uh, we'll go with our predicted lineups. But what do you think is going to be the lineup? Not what does Jamie want, what does Jamie think is going to be the lineup? <sighs> okay, right, interesting. Um, I think we'll get to the point of Salah. Well, well I'll leave, the, I'll leave to the, the attackers to last because I've got a point on Salah on Saturday. Um, my team that I think it, it will be... Um, I think it'd be Allison there, of course. Uh, I'd be shocked, shocked if otherwise. Robertson left back. <laughs> this is where we struggle, isn't it? We don't know if Trent is a bluff, like he said, or if he's injured. I don't know if he was training on his own today. I've seen some reports that he was, some reports that um, he was in the gym with everyone else and, and stuff like that. So it's simple, isn't it? If, if Trent's fit, play him. If not, Gomez right back. I think he did a great job against Nottingham Forest there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, th- I think we're sound for Watford in, in that position. So generally, that's the only position I, I couldn't really call. Like I think it's completely 50 50. Um, Van Dyke and Matip. Matip has to play, not being on international duty. Uh, look, Van Dyke does deserve a rest, but I don't think you can, you, you, you can rest him no. at all, to be honest. So um, I'd go Matip and Van Dyke. With Fabinho, Keita, presuming that he's back fit. Uh, obviously, I don't know if that was a bluff as well, possibly. Uh, but if if he's back fit, I'd like Fabinho with Keita and Tiago. Tiago's a definite starter for me on He didn't Saturday. go away either, to be fair. Because he didn't go away. If Keita's not fit, uh, I think Henderson goes in. And then this is where it gets interesting, okay? For me, what I, what I have a feeling is going to happen is I think it will be Jota on the left, Mane on the right and Bobby up top. Now, my reasoning, I actually replied to the, the Anfield Talks tweet with, with my reasoning behind this. Sadio, for me, he's flying at the minute. He's full of confidence. You know, at AFCON, uh, he's been fantastic in 2022. AFCON seemed like it's lifted him into a Sadio that, that, that we know from a couple of years ago uh, and not more of last season Sadio. So that's been great to see. Uh, I think Jota didn't have as much as, of an intense international duty as Mo and Diaz did, and he also didn't suffer the heartbreak that they did. Um, and Bobby, Bob, Bobby was rested. Bobby didn't go, so I definitely say Bobby's the guaranteed starter out of the three. Um, but the reason I rest Mo and Diaz is because Mo had a knock going into the Egypt squad. Uh, it, it, if it was Klopp's choice, he definitely wouldn't have gone. But and then he goes and plays another 120 minutes <laughs> um, against, you know, the best side in Africa as well. So yeah. that's so tough. Uh, hopefully his foot's okay. And he suffered a bit of heartbreak. So I'd rest him. I'd, I'd like to see that angry mode come off the bench, um, especially when we got Benfica Tuesday. Uh, and then I'd also rest Diaz because, uh, again, heartbreak. He's played so many minutes. Like we mentioned uh, to, to Pipe, he's come in. Liverpool have played 13 games and he's featured in 12 of them. So no one really expected that. So I'd rest Diaz for Benfica as well. So that would be my team. What would your team be? 
Oh, it's tough, mate. It is tough. Um, Allison and goal. Robo, Virgin, Matip, and uh, I'm gonna say Gomez. I, I've got a sneaky feeling Trent might be okay, but yeah. we'll say Gomez for now. Um, and then I'll go with Fabinho, Thiago. They're definite, a hundred percent. And then. Again, Nabi, if he's fit, I think that's a great shout from you. But we don't really see that Nabi Tiago partnership. But I guess Watford at home might be a time where we can see it. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's a good midfield. And then front three, I will go with. You know what? I think I'm going to say, I think I'm going to use yours. I think it's going to be exactly the same team for me. Um, because Jota played whilst being away. Um, Diaz, like you just said, played you know I think he can maybe do a bit wait did you say Diaz or Jotter on the left I said Jotter on the left Diaz okay so Diaz. Ooh. Uh, I'm still going to chuck Diaz in there because yeah. I, yeah I think you lack the creativity if he's if it's Jotter Bobby and um, Mane I think you need someone in there to you know, be that that spark. I know Bobby can do it, and Manny can do it as well. To be fair, but I don't know. I just think Jota's, like we all know, is best down the middle. So I'll go with Diaz, and then maybe at half time put Manny on the left, and then bring Salah on the right. Give him forty five. I don't know, but it's really tricky because we we've just seen an international break where you know these players played lo- loads of football. Even Robertson, we we didn't mention him. Um, and now all of a sudden they're straight back into it in one of the, what well, is the biggest league game of the season now. Chance to go top of the league with like nine games left or whatever. With City still to play, of course, we need to make that clear. But, um, you know, we have to win to every single game we have left, basically. And, you know, it's easier said than done, of course, but we believe that this Liverpool team can do it. And, to just be put into that situation straight away from international break, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but what I will say is I believe that, you know, a lot of people have been a bit worried about the amount of fixtures we've got coming up. And of course, it's a good point. There's so much football to be played in front of us. But I think we're at our best when we are playing football frequently. Maybe not as frequently as this, because this is mad. This is like two games a week from now until May. Um but I think when, you know, you put this team in in a in a run of games where it's just going through it every single like, you know, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, it's kinda of like we, we, we build a rhythm and we get into our stride and it's what we did last season. Of course we, we were out the Champions League earlier than we'd have liked to have been. But um yeah, I think it's much better for for this team to play this often than playing once a week like some teams, but we won't go there for now. But um but yeah, just on on the back of what you said, I think you made a good point that um, save some of those players for Benfica and then hopefully on Tuesday we can get that done in the first leg. And then the second leg is almost like a, a game where we can rotate because there's not that many games left where you, you'd see the, the likes of Harvey Elliott being rotated in and Curtis Jones and maybe even Canates to some extent. I mean, he's probably going to play now and again, but you want Virgil and Matip. They, they're the two best. They're the, the Champions League winning centre-backs. They're, you know, they've been incredible this season. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, so, like I said, Tuesday, Benfica, let's put Watford to a side for a minute. 
Just quickly talk about that because you did mention last time we spoke that you know you want it to be done in the first away leg. So, do you see that being a thing, or do you still see it being like a game where it's going to be a bit cagey and then bringing the game back to Anfield? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think the principle stands the same for me. I want every game in April to be wrapped up as soon as possible. Uh, so we can rest as many plays for the up- upcoming games. But I'm not going to lie, I don't know so much about Benfica. I-, I definitely think it's a game that we should be steamrolling through, if I'm honest. I watched them in the first leg, in the second leg against Ajax. They they got battered, to be honest with you. I- it- very uh, lucky to win, but a very well-fought win. They were defensively solid. One thing that I do know about Benfica... Uh, looking at the Ajax came is the centre-back partnership of Nicolas Otamendi and uh, Vertonghen. Uh, obviously, we we remember that from the Premier League. <laughs> um, and two players that we had good success against, to be to be fair, Otamendi was always a glass glass draw at the back of uh, of City's defence and Vertonghen can't be that fast at, at 35 to handle Diaz, Salah, Mane, Jota, Bobby and, and, and players like this. So, I would like to come home with at least a two-goal deficit, to be honest. I don't want to underestimate Benfica. I'm not saying it'll it'll be like that. I'm not saying it'll be easy. That's just what I want. Do I see it like going like that? I'm not so sure. I just see us going through. Yeah, you'd like to think so, mate. A team that's come this far in every competition, you know, we've got back to our standard that we set. And, you know, we all know how this team is and maybe people did forget it. But now we've kind of reminded them how good we are. And you'd like to think, you know, with a team like Benfica, no disrespect to them at all, because, of course, they must have done really well to get to this level, uh, this stage of the competition. But, like, it's Liverpool going for four trophies. So it's like you can kind of understand why we are a bit confident. And for my own sake as well, uh, we better win this. Because when we did, when I did the, the live draw on YouTube, uh, I did the reaction stream to it. I went crazy when we got John Benfica, so uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to become a meme. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. So um, <laughs> I'm sure that will get clipped if you know the the unthinkable happens and we go out. But that's not going to happen. You know, I, I'm fully confident we'll, we'll go there and we'll, we'll get the job done. And maybe not absolutely batter them because, like I said, you, to get to this level of the Champions League, you have to be a good team you can't be a crap team and get to this stage uh, especially a team like Benfica you know who have so many other teams around them that are seen as better teams you know what I mean so we have to respect them of course but like I say we know how good this team is yeah we, we know how much we want this competition you know it's what we live for they're the best days being a Liverpool fan um, you know watching the Reds play in the Champions League it's just the best feeling in the world but Guys, that is all we have time for tonight. It's been a really, really good uh, podcast with Jamie and the legend Pipe Sierra. I just wanted to to make it clear as well that Pipe will be back. He's going to come on the pod regularly. Um, he's got a segment on the podcast site where he's going to come on for 20, 25 minutes like he did today and just give us a bit of an update of what's going on in you know the world of transfers. Talk a bit about Luis Diaz, talk a bit about Colombia, etc. Because Pipe is one of us now. Like Ever since that podcast, ever since, not the podcast, ever since the space, ever since we got him on the, the other podcast, ever since, we've interacted with Pipe he's been absolutely top class with us like he's so friendly his English is incredible and yeah he's just a great guy to have around so we're going to get him back on more often uh, in the future so make sure you st- uh, you watch out for that absolutely drop him a follow 
on uh, on Twitter. Make sure you do that right now. As soon as you listen to this, follow him on Twitter. And yeah, I just wanted to finish this on Jamie alluded to it earlier. Tiago Alcantara put out a brilliant tweet today, and I I was just smiling when he put this tweet out. He put um, a big crew ahead. Let's enjoy it or something like that. And I think he just gets it like so much. Like, of course, we're going to be stressful. We're going to be anxious. Like Jamie said, our heart rate is going to go through the roof. But these are the great times to, to be a Liverpool fan. And, you know, let's enjoy it. Of course, we've got to prepare ourselves that at some point along this journey, it could go wrong at, at, at some stage, of course. But like I said, let's just still enjoy it. We've not been in a situation in my lifetime where we're chasing four trophies. We've not been this good. We've not had a squad this good. We've not had a manager this good. I just, I'm really looking forward to this month, Jamie. Is there anything you wanted to say on the back of that just to finish off and, you know, talk about uh, the upcoming month? Yeah, yeah. Well, you you spoke about the tweet, so uh, you covered all that. I'm going to speak about the player. I think, Tiago himself is going to be absolutely crucial uh, to this April. He's a born winner, a, a, a player with bags of experience. He's experienced it all. He's experienced heartbreak. He's experienced being champions of the league. I think he's what well, I think he's been in two seasons where he hasn't won the league, and that's it. it. And he's thirty years old, so that just shows how much of a winner he is and the experience that he'll bring to the dressing room. I have no. No doubt in my mind that uh, you see it in the all or nothing in the Tottenham, how Harry Kane and, and and players speak for Tottenham and players spoke for City, that company. I think Thiago will be a loud voice in the dressing room before games as well, just calming everything down. So I think there's crucial players, um, just to name a few, you know, Thiago, Fabinho, Van Dijk, Salah, the Trent, that we have to keep fit. Uh, but yeah, so the, the player for me is so important about that tweet. The tweet's great. Like I said... Just wrapping it up. Let's enjoy this April. It, it, it's it doesn't it still doesn't seem real that we're chasing a quadruple with one already in the bank, and, and how possible it is. And not saying we're going to do it, but you know it's it's fairly close considering we're in the semi final, we're in a title race with two months left, uh, um, and a quarter final which should possibly be be a semi final in the Champions League as well. So it's massive. Enjoy it. Let's see where it takes us. And yeah, this is what uh, dreamers and believers are meant to do. You've got to believe in the team in in this period, like Klopp said, with doubters um, to believers and hopefully to winners at the end of the season as well. Absolutely, Jamie. You've absolutely hit the nail on the head. Uh, I second everything you've just said. But guys, make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify so you don't miss out anything else from now on until the end of the season. Obviously, transfer season coming around as well in the summer, which, you know, we're going to go ham with content for. So, again, make sure you're following, notifications on, subscribe if you're watching it on YouTube, whatever you need to do, follow Anfield Talk. We're closing in on 100K, which is going to be incredible. So make sure you do all those things. Um, And, yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. Jamie, you've been incredible. Pipe, if you're listening, uh, (laughs) thank you once again uh, for your time. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Take Take care. care, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.